Welcome to the Dear Doc Podcast, where we will discuss the business of running a dental practice with a panel of experts. Now, your host, Dr. Christopher Hoffpower. Hey guys, this is Doc Hoffpower coming to you from my studio here in Alvin, Texas. Today, we're going to be interviewing a good friend of mine about his, his journey into entrepreneurship from being a hygienist. Um, and that is none other than the great Elijah Desmond. But before we get into that, let's take a couple of seconds to talk about our sponsors. Hey folks, before we get into today's program, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about one of our sponsors, DocSites. DocSites provides affordable and effective websites for dentists with no long-term contracts, transparent pricing, and great customer service, starting at only $59 per month. They also provide optional online marketing packages to help you increase your online visibility. For special offers, including up to 25% off of your website setup, text PODCAST to 818-489-9823. Again, that's 818-489-9823. Now, this is a limited time offer, so text now and lock in your savings. Or you can visit DocSites.com forward slash TBOD for more information. Elijah, how the heck are you? Man, I'm doing super good. Um, I'm on a health journey right now. The health journey has brought me down 45 pounds. I was 307 pounds uh, back in May. And right now I'm uh, towing the line of two, about 260, 261. Um, and I'm feeling way better. That's, I, that's how I'm, no, I'm doing good. I imagine. I imagine. I'll tell you, you know, I, we had talked a while back about this, about this, this journey through weight loss and how it's such a roller coaster. I started off at 268 pounds and I am now down to... 236. My target is 215. So I got a little ways to go, but um, you know, it's a, it's 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 a struggle when you got the genetics we've got. I know, and you like to eat good food. That's the big struggle, right? Exactly. So Elijah, you started off as a dental hygienist, but you have really um, you, you've you've grown into so much more. And today we're going to talk a little bit about your journey into entrepreneurship. Before we get started with that, though, uh, let's talk a little bit about what companies you have founded, what companies you currently own, and and and, and what you're doing. So, yes, first company was what? Um, well, the very first company I owned and sold was Hawaii Smiles Dental Temp Agency. It was a dental staffing agency in in Hawaii. And I, I started it in 2009, and I successfully sold it in 2012. Fast forward, I've started about 20 companies since then, right. and you know, about six of them failed, and um, you know, I sold a few of them. And I have about six active companies right now, six or seven. It's, it's funny. I think a lot of people don't realize on a journey of entrepreneurship, you're going to have a lot of failures. You're, you know, sometimes you create something that you think is a need because you always want to address a need that you see in the market that's not being filled. Uh, sometimes you think you see one, you start something and no one wants it, which, you know, I, I've, I've been through myself. I know you have. We've talked about it. Uh, what companies are you currently um, you know, which, which ones do you currently own or have you, or do you co-own or what have you? Yeah, absolutely. Outside of just investments that I make that are passive income, 
you know, um, the ones that I own majority share in or at least 50%, um, I own a very successful implant marketing company called Driven Dental Implant Marketing. I own, yep, I own uh, Smiles at Sea, a dental conference on cruise ships. We put, you know, hundreds of people and have put thousands of people in total on cruise ships uh, for dental conferences. I own the Dental Festival. Um, I own another um, event um, that is called, it used to be called Dental Tank, is now called Dental Pitch, which is huge. Uh, we'll talk about that. Um, I own an influencer conference um, that we have an event called Dentistry's Got Talent. Um, and I also own a vendor conference where I have about a, around 100 vendors that come and speed date each other. And um, I think I'm missing one, but I can't remember. <laughs> so <laughs> um, I also have a business, I have a business mastermind as well for entrepreneurs that are, um, you know, some of them are dentists, but it's not for dentists that are to help dentists that are practicing. It's actually to help dental professionals that have an outside business that they're trying right. to grow in our industry. And it's called Backstage. Fantastic. Um, gosh, there is there is another one. And I'm, yes, I'm blanking DJ. on it too. Yeah, so I, I DJ and I MC as well. Right. well and, and you're a motivational speaker. And, and um, I'm a speaker, yeah. <laughs> didn't, didn't you start a cherry for kids a while back too? Yes, I did. So that's one of the, and I don't know, it's hard for me to call a, a nonprofit a business to me. Um, but it is one of the, one of the, um, I dissolved that uh, during the pandemic. It's called the ladder of life. Uh, but the thing that I did inside of it, which is essentially speak for kids and do motivational concerts, I took that and I put it inside of another organization called Beyond the Game, uh, which is essentially it's a nonprofit for kids. So I'm vice president of that organization, but it's, I'm a, it's a volunteer um, role that I've you know, and figured out how to incorporate in, in dentistry, but essentially that's called beyond the game. That's not mine. So I didn't list it. <laughs> so early life, um, it, it's always amazed me. You and I had such a very, very similar start. Uh, something a lot of people may not realize about me. I have Tourette syndrome. I have attention deficit disorder, dyslexia, and dysgraphia. I was actually one of the first kids in the United States that was identified as being both gifted and learning disabled. Uh, so I know your journey was so similar to mine. It was spooky. If, in fact, if I'm not mistaken, is it your middle name, Chris, too, or something like that? It is. It's Christopher. <laughs> yep. Uh <-huh. laughs> so, so do you feel like that was an impetus to prove yourself or do you feel like it had nothing to do with it? I mean, tell me how, how that's involved. Thanks, Chris. Um, I do think that it had everything um, to do with it um, on multiple reasons. And to be very clear, you know, my learning, um, you know, my learning disorder is, is the fact that I can, um, I can read a book out loud. Um, however, what I can't do is I can't under I can't um, retain what I read. So I can't read, essentially, I can read out loud, but I can't read. So I have never read a book. And um, that's really difficult to go through school and not read a book. And it's also very embarrassing. Also, it was very embarrassing to tell um, for really, really half of my career. It wasn't until 2018 when I wrote my own book that made bestseller. Wasn't the intention of... Um, we didn't writing. even mention that. <laughs> yeah. 
wasn't even the intention of writing the book. The intention was of writing the book was to teach kids that anything is possible, right? If I can't read a book, how are you going to write a book, right? And that was the intention. It was called Serial Entrepreneur from Startup to Success. And it was about the failures that I had and about my journey and about giving without looking to receive. Um, and uh, essentially, that was, that was my big disorder. But how it helped me a lot was learning how to do things better than a lot of people in certain ways. So, for example, if somebody is missing a leg, typically what's going to happen is they're going to have very strong arms, okay? Somebody's missing an arm, typically they're going to use or have stronger legs. If somebody's missing eyes, maybe their, their sense of smell will be better. Their sense of hearing will be better. Well, I couldn't read. So what did I have to figure out how to do? I needed to figure out how to communicate better. So my IQ is lower than most people, but my EQ is extremely high. So I'm able to communicate with people and build relationships um, with people very well. Um, and that really made my, my entire um, business career explode um, because of the way that I work with people and I understand the big picture. And a lot of it has to do with giving. I learned how to give really early and giving without looking to receive anything back. And I learned that quick and early. And um, that helped to propel my businesses forward in a massive way. And that all comes from my learning disability and communication and, and EQ. Well, I have to say it, it's certainly um, reflected in the way that your, um, your employees at these various companies react with people um, whenever I was practicing Shareside, I actually used driven, uh, driven dental implant marketing um, quite a bit, um, very successfully as well. And I've been to several of your conferences and cruises. And um, one of the things that really I always come away with is just the amazing culture that your teams uh, seem to have. Yes, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's extremely important. Um, something that I feel that is you know, very important is essentially overall what I, I, I really feel strongly about is hiring people that you trust and letting them do their thing and empowering them, right? And yeah. not micromanaging. A lot of times it's difficult as business owners to take your hands off the wheel and, and not micromanage and be over somebody's shoulder. And that's something that I feel that I have definitely done very well. And there's also, also things that I need to improve on as well. Nobody's perfect. And you have to be able to acknowledge that you're not perfect. But something that I have, I felt have a lot of success with is essentially going into any of my businesses and saying, okay, here is your role in the company. I want you to work as an entrepreneur. What is an entrepreneur? The entrepreneur is an entrepreneur that works in somebody's business. I'm going to have you do what you do. I'm going to empower you to essentially grow within your position, but I'm not going to look. What does that mean? Essentially, that means that I'm going to trust you. You're going to do what you're going to do, and you're going to grow within your position, and I'm not going to micromanage you. And that's the culture that I, that I have, basically. No, I, I think that there is no more sure way to kill a team's ability to thrive than to micromanage. Uh, I, I know in, in my, my own practice, we did something called management by, or my own practices, actually, we did something called management by statistics. And the only time I would ever interfere with anybody else's job is when their statistics blew out. They went straight down or something. And that's the only time you should ever be stepping in other than when you're training someone. Yeah. Yeah. And I can 
I can second, um, I can put a signature behind that. Um, and I'm the exact same. There's something that everybody should have in their business, regardless if it's a dental practice or it's some sort of entrepreneur endeavor outside of uh, the dental practice. And those, those are called KPIs. And I'm assuming right. that's the statistics you're talking about. It's KPIs, Absolutely. key performance indicators. And you put key performance indicators on a scorecard. Scorecards are extremely important in any business um, to have. And essentially what that is, is when you tell a team member, you're doing very bad or you're doing very good, that feels good or that feels bad for them. But what does bad look like? Okay. So you have to measure things. What does measuring things look like? Okay. I did X or, or I referred X number of, let's call it Invisalign cases, right? Good is I referred five this week. Okay. Bad is, is that you referred, a, a, we'll call it a dental hygienist or an assistant referred two. Okay. Right. That's bad. Good is five. So you can write that, you can measure it. If you did two, that means that you did a bad job. If you did five, that means you did a good job. Those are measurable key performance indicators. If you don't have that in your business, you are missing out because you can't measure someone's good or bad. And, and another, another trick to that is having the team member who is being measured by that statistic collect their own statistics because then you don't have to tell them they burnt the beans. They know they burnt the beans. All they need to do is discuss how they cannot burn the beans the next time. And they're going to come to you with that. Yep. You're right. You're, you're absolutely right. And um, I believe in the, the power of three power of three is something that I've used and something that I've learned and essentially you know, they come to you or, or they have an issue and this can be used outside of KPIs in the scorecard. They say, man, I have an issue. Okay, well, let's fix your issue. How about you come back to me with three solutions? When you come back to me with three solutions, I want you to say those to me and then I want you to pick the best of the three. And they will sit there and they will find their own solution and they will pick the best of their three solutions. And then Absolutely. all you have to say is, thank you for coming back to me with your own solution. I like to call that leading and not bossing. We, uh, we, we did exactly the same thing. I, I think one final thing before we get into talking a little bit more about what each one of your businesses does in the field of dentistry and why you created them. Um, I think it's important to know what a team member produces. Uh, and a, a lot of people, they have a general idea. They've got maybe a, um, a job description, but they don't know what I like to call the valuable final product of something is. So the valuable final product of a receptionist is a filled, correctly scheduled book. So if you don't have a filled, correctly scheduled book, you know if their statistic is on and off. And, you know, you know if it's on if you're measuring the productivity per hour. Um, or, you know, if it's off, if you're measuring productivity per hour. You know, your assistant, it may be a fully, um, oh gosh, what, what did we call it? fully supported doctor, something to that effect. I, it wasn't quite the right words, but, um, and, and what that was, was, Hey, was everything where I needed it? And the doctor's responsible for filling out a little card that says, no, this time when everything wasn't where I needed it, um, they had to leave the room. They, you know, they put 20 pieces of gauze instead of five pieces of gauze. And then that person would make their statistic and they, they would put it in the spreadsheet. It, it's important because not only are you empowering that employee, you're, you're empowering that team member, but you're also giving constant feedback and you're telling them what success looks like. 
if they don't know what success looks like, how can they be successful? Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about uh, some of your companies that you created to service the dental market and the dental industry in general. Um, two or three, actually, that I want to talk about specifically are the Dental Festival. I want to talk about the Smiles at Sea. And I want to talk about uh, driven dental implant marketing, uh, because as you know, from seeing my numbers, that was huge in growing my practice to where I wanted it to be. Uh, so what, what order do you want to take these in? Um, I think we can hit, hit driven first, um, because that essentially is numbers and ROI and metrics that, that are um, very big. And then we can go to the festival and smiles at sea, because to me, uh, those are retention of employees and growth within CEs and education. And those are long-term ROI uh, when it comes to business, because I understand that the audience that we're speaking to is all about business and growth. Um, but let's get to the, the big financial stuff first, and then we talk about the longer stuff. After. Fantastic. All right, but um, now, you know, I always twist your arm and ask for some sort of discount for my members. So be thinking about where you want to go with that. Okay. All right. Absolutely, absolutely. Um, so, so, talk to me about Driven. Why did you start it? And when did you start it? Yeah, so I started Driven Dental Implant Marketing back in 2017. And um, Driven Dental Implant Marketing um, was started because uh, I, essentially I had a consulting company called Back to the Basics. And Back to the Basics was a company that I um, essentially created in Hawaii and then I expanded across the country. I found out really quick that I did not like going into dental practices and consulting them. <clears throat> I had about 23 offices that I was coaching throughout the whole country. <clears throat> and I just was tired of being a um, counselor. <laughs> Basically, I felt Absolutely. like I was being a counselor. And uh, so I hired nine um, other coaches. And um, those nine coaches, I basically taught to do what I was doing. And one of those coaches, his name was Charles. And Charles uh, is my business partner now today uh, with Driven Dental Implant Marketing. And he went in and did a little bit different things. What he did with offices is he actually measured the ROI <coughs> they were currently getting from their current marketing that they were on, right? So they, many offices do so much marketing, various marketing, whether it's, it was Yellow Pages or, or, or the Chromebooks or it was Yelp or it was um, digital ads, uh, Facebook, and there's so many types of marketing, but you ask a doctor, how is your marketing doing? They would say, I don't know. I think pretty good because I'm getting patients. My office is growing, but they don't have a clue on what is the actual ROI majority, not everybody, but majority what is the actual <laughs> ROI on everything. And, um, so Charles went in and he did that. And I had nine coaches. I gave them all my offices. Okay. All my offices, except for one. <clears throat> well, <laughs> um, within six months, I lost all of my offices, except for 10 offices. I went from 23 down to 10. Charles had nine locations. What did that tell you? Right? Mean, yeah. That means that Charles was doing something right. So what we decided to do was, is instead of just tracking the marketing, what we would do is we would actually do the marketing, but we would do the marketing on essentially what was working around the country, which was Google ads and Facebook ads. 
And then we wanted to do the marketing. We wanted to niche down even further and do the marketing that brought in the highest returns. And that was implants. And that's yeah. exactly why I chose you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. Um, so we got really good at implants. And then what we realized, it took us, what, three years to realize this? Majority of the leads that come in are bad leads. We're searching for patients that have no teeth and missing teeth. And that's implant marketing. Yeah. They have, most of them had no money. A lot of them make a lot of bad life decisions. Let, let, let's put it that way. Yes. And, and they have no credit as well. Majority. And in fact, I can give you a statistic. 5% of patients that are searching for implants, that are clicking on ads for implant marketing, can have the cash or the credit. And we know it, it's not a guess, it's data, it is fact, 5%. And so um, what we did was, right before the pandemic, we went to this thing called a, um, a virtual patient advocate, which was a game changer for our entire industry. Virtual patient advocate, what it did was that it made the front office and the dentist and the treatment coordinator stopped wasting 60 hours on average every single month because we brought it internally. We basically made it to where our team, which was high level treatment coordinators, front office managers that we hired, okay, some hygienists that we hired that were very good at presenting treatment and educating patients. We hired them internally full time. And they did all of the, we did the entire uh, consult. All we needed to do is diagnose a treatment plan. We educated the patients. We basically told them, um, or we, we educated them. We talked to them about their finances. We found their why. And then we did the best thing ever. We found out how they were going to pay for, for treatment and we got them finance. And then we only delivered to the practice patients that were fully financed or had the cash. So the dental practice no longer had to deal with a ton of no-shows, a ton of leads that at the end of that hour appointment found out that they didn't get approved for credit. They didn't have the cash or they were sticker shocked. These patients came in and they're ready to go. They have 20, 30, 40, 50, $60,000 approved and ready, right? And these are patients that are educated. They're not sticker shocked. They're ready to go. They're on the two-yard line. All you have to do is don't be a jerk. <laughs> don't run late on your appointment. Have a nice, friendly team at the front office, right? And maybe follow up with them if they get a second opinion. And we, we're the people to follow up. And if you just can do that part right, you're going to get a crazy return. So what we've seen is, and let's talk about EBITDA for just a second. What we've seen is we've been able to grow practices within 10 months on average between 300000 and $600,000 in just 10 months, right? And so for offices that are looking to transition or, or to be acquired or to make an exit of some sort, this is like a, it's a game changer because we put, you know, you put so much more essentially into that practice in such a short time and will get you so much more on your exit. It's huge. I mean, it's, it's really huge. And that's with one location. You start talking about practices that have three locations, five locations, right? You go from a, you know, a 5X multiple to a 7.5 to a 10. And of course, you got your Aspens and 
MB2s of the world that, that have, you're, you're talking like a seven, a 17 multiple of, of EBITDA, right? Um, so we're bringing practices, you know, total value increase. I mean, you talk about that big, you're talking about a, a 1.5 plus, right? Um, so anyways, we're a people, we've, we've turned into a people company, not just a marketing company, right? There's, there's 28, the ADA has stated that there's 28% of the entire country is currently searching for a front desk team member. We are the front desk team member that have rock stars that also, by the way, does implant marketing. We're not a marketing company that has front desk people. We have treatment coordinators that are rock stars. And by the way, we do marketing for big, huge cases. Fantastic. So <clears throat> moving on along and, and keep thinking about what you can do for my people because uh, we'll, we'll, we'll talk after we finish here. Yes. But moving along, um, you mentioned the pandemic earlier, and I think now is a really great time to mention some of the, some of the trials and tribulations that you've gone through. Um, you know, what, one of the things people forget, COVID started on what? A cruise ship. That's where the first American cases were. Mm -hmm. um, now, I personally already know what that did to your business. Talk to us a little bit about what this did, did for Smiles at Sea or what it did to Smiles at Sea. I mean, let's talk about the Titanic part too, but I didn't go under, right? Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm definitely a survivor. Um, thank goodness for the EDIL or I would have went under, let's just be real and transparent as business owners here. Um, man, think about like, you know, dentists, you're in the business that were shut down for a couple of, maybe a couple of months, told emergencies only. What if you were in the events business with large gatherings on cruise ships? Holy smokes. How do you survive that? <laughs> yeah. Oh, Usually man. you don't. Usually you don't, but you guys were able to pivot, which yeah. I thought was pretty impressive. So tell us a little bit about how you handled that. And then yeah. you can give everyone the really good news that, uh, that you shared with me earlier. Yeah, absolutely. Well, first off, I got, I got kicked in the, you know, what pretty bad. Um, <laughs> let's just say that it was really difficult, right? It was really difficult. And, you know, thank, thank goodness for, um, force majeure clauses, right? We issued credits to 560 dental professionals. Um, we didn't even have the ability to give people refunds. It wasn't an option. Well, right, because yeah. you pay for all this stuff ahead of time. And, and you, you may forget, I was planning one in Las Vegas at the same time. Yep. And I remember. because of the act of God clause, we were able to tell them, hey, no, we, we, we need the money back. So we were able to refund everybody who had gotten tickets. But mm -hmm. other than that, I'd have been out, oh gosh, 150000 Yep. It takes a lot to put these things on. Hey guys, this is Doc Huffpower, founder of the Business of Dentistry and host of the Dear Doc podcast. Today, I'd like to talk to you a little bit about one of our sponsors. 4G Dental Labs has been a sponsor of the Business of Dentistry for over two years now. They're a family-owned business located here in Houston, Texas. They're fast, they're reliable, but best of all, they provide affordable quality they're just plain, honest, good people. For our TVOD members, for your first 20 crowns, every fifth one will be free. Contact 4G Dental Labs at 
833-682-8901. Again, that's 833-682-8901. Or you can mail or even just stop by. Jeff Guidi, the owner, would be glad to see you. Yeah, absolutely. Um, <laughs> it, was, it was a tough time for us, for sure. And, um, but anyways, you know, we, we, uh, we issued credits and um, then, I, then I had a pivot, which was, man, my, my first off, about the, before I say the pivot, um, Smiles at Sea was, it, it got, it made me in this industry, right? So I can be a motivational speaker all day long outside of the industry and speak to kids. Great, right? You can have a consulting business. There's, you know, 300 of them out there. Great. Smiles at Sea put Elijah Desmond on the map in dentistry. And it was pretty freaking awesome. It was a great ride. We grew 30 to 33% every year. You know, we had 670 people on our last ship. Um, the last one that we that we, we canceled two crews. The last cruise that we canceled that was supposed to go to Bermuda was on track to hit a thousand people. We were on track to fill an entire ship by 2023. I, I was going to say, where's the fill the ship number? I know that's, that's like your, your, your main KPIs. Did we fill the my, ship? That is my main KPI. And I'll tell you in a minute how we're going to do it. We're still going to do it. Don't worry about that. Um, <laughs> so um, it was, listen, it is the most fun that you, if you like to have fun, if you don't like to have fun, or your team don't go. Like fun, just don't just go. Don't go. Just don't go. And I understand it's not for everybody. Fifteen percent of the United States have been on a cruise, right? But if you like to have fun and you like to build your culture, this is where you go, right? Your team will stay with you long term. They'll have the relationships that you want in your practice. It'll build the culture. <clears throat> and here's the best thing: it's all inclusive. So you get to you get to go in and you know your costs. You breakfast, lunch, dinner, entertainment, CE, everything is included. Right? And, and it's good food too. I'll tell you what. Um, what goodness have I have I brought Amanda and the kids twice or just once? I don't remember. Once. They I remember. Um, oh, that was that was before we found out about um, about Valen's um, autism. But mm. so. Yes, he obviously he hasn't been back. He's getting to the point where he might be able to go this next time, which is which is great. So I'm I'm looking forward to that. But they had the most fun because they got to eat anything they damn well wanted. I mean, like anything they could imagine. They would go back for seconds and thirds. I'm like, you're never gonna finish that. But I just <laughs> needed to get a little bit of this one. It looks so good, Dad. Yeah. And your teams are the same way. You know, they're like kids in the candy store. Their eyes are bulging out. They're like, I can do this and this and this for free and you know, the best part, though, is when you do have kids and you are bringing your family to this, because let's face it, bringing your family to a CE event just sucks, usually. It, it does. I mean, you're, hey, guys, I'll see you at the end of the day. And I mean, it's, it's no different than when you're at work while you even bring them, you know. And, and so this was great because they had all these great excursions that we could do together as a family in between the events. I didn't have to constantly be going to CE, but also they had a babysitting service, I guess I'd call it. I mean, I know you know what it's called, but where the kids go and they, they do like an adventure camp and they're out of your hair all day long and you and your wife can lay on deck chairs if you want, or you can go and drink or you can go and do an excursion or whatever you want. It was really, literally the best event I've ever been to. Yes, thank you. I, I appreciate it. I'm pretty, I'm pretty obsessed myself. <laughs> <laughs> and you don't know what you don't know. There's so many people who haven't been on a cruise, 
but the people that have been on a cruise, we have a 90, 91% return rate. Every other year is our, you know, that's, I want people to come every year, but unfortunately they don't. Some people do, some people come every six months, but I have a 91% return rate. And I think that's pretty incredible. That's how we've yep. grown. Um, but it's just, I mean, it's the most fun you ever had. A comedy show, like a Cirque du Soleil show, um, scavenger hunt. Hey, Car- Carlos is, is freaking hilarious, man. Is he coming back this year? Yes. Yep. Carlos is awesome. coming back. Yeah. Carlos is coming back. I'm super proud of him. Um, so anyways, imagine like this thing's growing, 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 and everybody's, you know, you, oh, forgot one thing. So, you know, you go to a regular conference and you meet these really cool people who are the speakers. They wrote the books. They're educating you. They've done the research, right? They're the, they're the experts, right? But they like go on stage and then they're like, you don't talk to them or see them because they get on a flight. Right. They're stuck on a ship with you. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, know, I, know, I know a couple of them that, um, and you and I have discussed this. One of the reasons I don't lecture, never have wanted to, is because it drains me. Like I've got nothing left in the tank after I'm done. You, man, you get hyped up about this stuff. Like you just build energy the whole way. You're like a freaking out of control nuclear reactor, which is what <laughs> makes you amazing as an MC. Yeah. But I know a couple of other lecturers. Um, uh, can can I, if I said PH, you'd know who I'm talking about, right? PH. Mm-hmm. No. Chiefs. Nope. We'll, we'll, we'll talk later. You you know him well. You're just not. You're just not. It's not coming to the top of your head. But he's okay. the same way I am. <laughs> He goes and he hides somewhere after the conferences because he doesn't want to, he's just, he's drained, you know? So it's really amazing that you have found some really great high energy speakers. And like I said, folks, I've been there a couple of times. It's, it's amazing. You're not partying with these guys, sitting at the bar, drinking a beer, talking about the fine points of something they said in their lecture or just shooting the shit about practice. And you get, I, I'll be very honest with you. And I mean this in a complimentary factory. I got, more from those conversations than I got from the lectures. Yes, absolutely. Because you get to hang out with the people who you're lecturing from and ask the questions and there's no time like right. limit. Like you're, you're sitting there for, for four nights and oh, by the way, four breakfasts and lunch and at the pool and you're going to islands, tropical, and it's cheap. It's so cheap. It's very, very affordable and you don't have these costs that you keep on adding on and, 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 and if you actually went with your team, right. Cause it's, it's dentists that bring their team typically, right. You go somewhere with your team and you actually calculated how much money you spent. You, it would blow your mind. This oh, is yeah. a f- one fee and it's very affordable. So imagine all this is happening and then boom, COVID happened. I was like, literally I've been depressed two times in my life and it hit rock bottom. This was definitely one of them. And it didn't happen in March. It happened in April. I felt like I got my key, my teeth kicked in online. I got super cyber bullied. I won't name the group, but it was a bad situation. Oh, absolutely. It, I, I know who you're talking about. That, that group's a dumpster yeah. fire. Um, <clears throat> but the great thing is, is like you said earlier, you did pivot. And that brings us to the dental festival and it brings yeah. us to dental pitch. So yes. You know, all this crap is going on, and I'll be very honest, as, as a friend, I called you several times, and we, we talked because I was worried about you, um, yeah. you know, and uh, like you said, you picked yourself up by your own bootstraps, you started the dental yeah. festival, 
you started Dylan Pitch. Tell us about that and how that's actually become something that's going to be perennial as well, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, it was crazy. So, and by the way, <laughs> yeah, so, so, man, I'm like, how do I get out of this rut? What, you know, somebody's got to throw an event first, okay? Somebody has to throw the first event. And I said, I can't do it on a ship. And I don't have a big board to respond to, right? You know, all these people, they got boards, big boards. And everybody's scared because of COVID. And look, I'm not saying they shouldn't be scared, but I got to do something quick. So I created the Dental Festival. And I wanted to create the environment that was fun, non-judgmental, where people could come and be themselves, right? I could wear my hat backwards and I have my tattoos and you could come as you and be treated equally and empowered. And it didn't matter if you were a dentist, a hygienist, an assistant, if you are the biggest influencer in the entire industry, or you were just starting your Instagram channel, if you had a huge business, a small business, everybody was equal. I wanted to bring the same culture that I have on the ship on land, but I needed to do something different. And what I did was different besides that, was I wanted to bring multiple dental conferences that were smaller and put them in the same building and call it the dental festival, kind of like a, like a La Palooza where you, you, you have a band that's your favorite band, but there's also another stage or two or three or 18 where you can go for that same price and go check out all these different bands. I don't know. Since this was the first, we should probably call it Woodstock. <laughs> <laughs> I seen some pictures of Woodstock. I don't think that happens anymore after the craziness of the second one. Um, <clears throat> but it was the first one that happened in April of, of 2020. We had three conferences. Chris, you were there to witness the first one. Thank you so much for always coming and believing and supporting. I think you had a really snazzy hat on. I can't, it was, it was you like know, a, I actually, I, I rented that hat just for you because I never go to your black tie events and you yep. chide me for it every single year. So I was like, I'm going to this one and I'm going to do it up well enough that he is never going to pick on me about not going again. I did yep. get my cane in in time though, because that would have just been the coolest. I know. I, I can envision you in a cane too. If you would have told me you were, you actually had a cane, I would have believed you. And there's not many people like there, that event. We had 550 people. It's crazy because like, honestly, there's, there's not too many people, but I can't remember honestly anymore who comes because it's a lot, it's hundreds of people. Right. right. And I feel bad sometimes afterwards I'll reach out and say, did you come? And I feel like a jerk. Cause like, yes, we had a conversation. Right. I remember you came with and, and I can't, I can't tell you how much I appreciate your constant support. Um, and I, anyways, that was the first one. We had three uh, conferences. The next one we had, we grew, uh, we had about 800 people and we had it um, with 10 conferences. The last one we had was in July. We grew to 18 conferences and almost a thousand people. And, and so that was Nashville, right? That was in Nashville. Now, yes. You know, I'd have, I'd have been there for you for that one, but I'd have had to get a divorce. And so I, I got a line. Yeah. Under, understood. Understood. And, and the really cool thing is um, the cruises are now back. And so I had to make a decision. Oh, wait, wait, what was that? The cruises are now back. Awesome. <laughs> the cruises are now back. And so I had to make a decision. I'm like, well, man. So I built this because the cruises went away. Do we, because I had a spring and a fall cruise, right? I'm like, okay, do we not do 
the festival anymore. I definitely am bringing the cruises back. And then I'm like, okay, we're definitely doing the cruises. I don't know if I'm going to do a spring and fall cruise, though. I'm definitely going to do a spring cruise. You know what? We're going to do spring. Uh, we're, we're going to do a cruise and we're going to do the festival. So we are we're coming back. Um, the, the next cruise outside of this one in three weeks is going to be out of California, May the 8th through the 12th. And um, we've never did one out of the West Coast before that's uh, out of that California. Yeah, I think it's going to be our biggest one ever. And um, talk about deals, right? Uh, talk about deals. Right now, we have a total of 30 people that have registered. I just, I literally just released it. We have 30 people that are registered. And the first 50 people that register actually get 50% off their event ticket. Hey, folks, that's 20 people. If you're listening to this right now, Elijah, can you go ahead and send me in the chat yep. where to sign up? And I will paste it underneath us. We'll, we'll see if we can get those 20, uh, 20 seats filled right now. Yeah, absolutely. I'm going to, it's actually, a, it's not a place, it's a phone number. So I'm going to put the phone number. And okay. here's, what's really, here's what's really cool is, is that the, <laughs> this is how early it is. The, the website isn't even going to be showing this, who's all speaking until the 12th of this month. And that's the reason why people are going to get, 14 hours of CE, by the way. Um, that's the reason why people get a 50% discount. They just, they're going for the amazing experience. It's a team building event, right? And they're like, I'm going to go in blind. <laughs> There's always good educators there. All right. Do me a favor. I am actually typing it in as we're talking. So just pasting it from there. So read that number out loud for our listeners on the podcast. Yes. And I'll type it into the, uh, type it into the set right here. Yes. It's Chris. Yep, it's 954-859-2960. And it's 50% off of your event ticket. And All right, folks, you heard that. That is 1-954-859-2960. If you want to get 50% off of an absolutely, truly amazing, life-changing experience, for you and your team, maybe even in your family, call this number below. There are only 20 seats left. By the time you hear this on the podcast, if you don't call immediately, you've probably already missed out. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, it will be our biggest cruise. I'm confident of it. And here's why. We have, we have about 500 people that needed to use their credit, number one. <laughs> mm -hmm. Number two, we, we announced this cruise, um, you know, we're seven months out. And so it's, it's early enough to where people can book with a six-month recare appointments. Um, it's not, a, you know, a last-minute thing, so it's plenty of time to pick. We haven't cruised out of the West Coast before. That's our most requested cruise. I think we're going to have probably 800 to 1,000 people. Uh, it's going to be amazing. So, uh, and then here's another really cool thing. The next dental festival is going to be in New Orleans. Oh man, I got to go to that. When you send send me after we're done here, message me and let me know when I got, I've got to make that. Yep. It's the, it's the September the 28th through the 30th uh, in New Orleans and uh I'll tell you <laughs> you know, I had these dental festivals and they were longer at first. I had them like 
literally, I want to say they were Tuesday to Sunday, the last, uh, then it was Monday to Sunday. And then I brought it down to Wednesday to Sunday and it was just too long. So I made them Thursday to Saturday now. So they're way shorter. People just didn't want a conference that long, I guess. So we're yeah. going to go with what well, it's, it's a lot of, it's a lot of mixed production, but I'll be very honest with you. Um, and, and just speaking as a person who did go to these things yep. for a week, um, I cringed every time I would sign up for it, but my team just loved it so much. We, they would come back refreshed. And I think in the United States, we may not put enough emphasis on the importance of downtime and wiping your slate clean so that you can have enough energy to really give your best. Uh, I, I highly, highly recommend bring your team. Yes. Absolutely. And, and look, you, the first day um, we're doing this thing and it's called Dental Pitch. And that was created in April as well. And um, Dental Pitch, it used to be called Dental Tank. I had to switch. I switched the, the we're going I, through a rebrand. I was wondering if they would ever reach out to you and say. Um... <laughs> nobody did, actually. That's good. Uh, nobody, That's good. Nobody, yeah, nobody reached out to me, but I have some massive announcements that are going to be coming really soon. Big press release have actually partnered up with some big big juggernauts very respected juggernauts in the whole industry um for dental pitch and um and that's coming soon but what is dental pitch at the end of the day it's no different than than something um that it where essentially companies come on online um not online but on stage and they pitch their dental product or service they're looking to raise money and now, guys, this is this is one of the ways that people are always asking me, how do you get these cool opportunities to invest in companies? Why don't you share them with us? This is one of the ways I do it. Um, yes. Yep, absolutely. So essentially, there's a product, a service, a software, um, essentially anything that's in dentistry that, you, that anybody's looking to raise money for. I basically bring the investors that are strategic investors. What is a strategic investor? A strategic investor not only invests the 200,000, half million, we've, you know, 3 million, we've raised between 200,000 and 3 million at uh, the event for companies. And we have a 60% success rate uh, of doing that from our last event. And so essentially you pitch for 10 minutes, the company and the strategic investors uh, will not just invest in you, but they have the ability to bring it to many different um, markets and, and, and get it blown up quick, essentially. So let me give you an example. Like Pat Bauer, the CEO of Heartland Dental, was one of the strategic investors, so, right? So you, you watch him uh, at the, on, that, on that last episode, and he raises his hand and says, I'm in for a million, Right. Then the person behind him, Scott Manning, reaches his hand up and says, I'm in for half a million. They end up, pure logic, end up raising three million. Now, if you are Pat Bauer, you're not just getting giving him the million, but I would assume that they would be in to all of the Heartland locations. That's a strategic investor, right? Scott Manning, he owns or he, he coaches many very high-level um, dental practices, and other dental coaches. Well, guess what? He probably will get it into the, the coaches and their offices and those offices. That's a strategic investor. So that blew up huge during the pandemic as well, dental pitch. 
And so that's something that you will see at uh, most of the major conferences. I'll be doing them at all of these major conferences, one per month, and that will be the prelim. And then at the Denzel Festival, that will be the main event. And the goal is to get 100% of companies who make it their funding. Fantastic. So <clears throat> we already got our deal. 50% off for the next 20 people who call. Numbers down below. Um, and if you're on the podcast, again, that number is one nine five four eight five nine two nine six zero. Um, I'll, I'll close you off here. Is there anything that I should have asked you about your entrepreneurial journey that I didn't ask? And, um, and what is the deal you're going to give them on driven implants, driven dental yeah. implant marketing? Driven dental implant marketing. Um, I would be comfortable with giving $2,000 off their first month, um, which is something we've never did before, uh, which is a lot of money, <laughs> right? Um, and, and, and as far as talking about something that we've left out, it's something that I think is important. Um, whoever's listening or made it this far, I would say that I am really, really happy in my entrepreneur journey doing what I love to do. And regardless if you're you know, practicing as a dentist or doing something else, doing a side gig or you stop practicing or doing other things is do what you love. If you don't wake up every morning and you're not obsessed with what you're doing, know that it's never too late to make a pivot and do something else or add on to what you're doing. Um, I recently, um, two and a half years ago, I started, uh, I went back to school and started practicing, uh, learning how to become a DJ. And many of you are like, how in the world do you even have time in the day to do something else? Well, it was what I love. I love music. I love bringing energy. Um, you know, you see me at these conferences. I'm the MC, and I'm hyping everybody up before the speaker comes out. Right? I'm playing music before they come, and I'm throwing these huge events, and I'm I'm loving what I'm doing. I'm about to graduate December third uh, from the Scratch Academy, uh, and I'm DJing literally all over the world. I just came off a tour, went and bought a a, a luxury tour bus, and um literally drove to all these dental conferences in the tour bus, stopped at um, colleges and uh, gave out literally, you know, up to $6,000 per, um, per, per um, you know, conference at these dental schools and hygiene schools, paying it forward courtesy of um, on DM, it's a dental staffing agency. And um, <clears throat> that's who, who was my sponsor. And, uh, it was the most fulfilling, fun thing I ever did. Like this hygienist entrepreneur being on tour and DJing and just going to House of Blues and selling out the place, right? Going to Tabernacle at Hinman, selling the place out. Going to, you know, these state dental conferences in Arizona. I mean, literally going all over on the tour bus and stopping at schools and giving out money to students that need it. It was the most rewarding thing ever and what's my, my big picture, what's my big point is like, if, you, if, you're not, if you're not happy or if you're not fulfilled, just know that it's never too late to go back to school. It's never, you know, it's, it's never too late to start a side gig or start something else. And you should wake up every morning just thrilled to go to do what you're doing. And, um, <clears throat> and when you're not anymore, that's a sign that you need to find something else. Because yes. you, know, you can't ever give your best effort unless you are. 
Yep. Absolutely. So that's kind of how I want to, I think the only thing we missed out is, is I'm DJing and I'm emceeing all over the place and I'm living my, living my best, living my best life as DJ smiles. And, <laughs> and I think that you should live your best life as well. So guys, we did miss one thing and that was how do you get the amazing $2,000 off of your front first month deal for driven dental implant marketing? Uh, so Elisha, how did they do that? Yes, I think that it is whatever you call in. Um, first, I can give you a, a, a link to book a call um, with me. And basically on the call, you'll want to, um, and I can that link for you really quick. On that call, what you'll want to do is you'll just want to say, I heard you on the Dear Doc or the Business of Dentistry podcast, and you mentioned that you would give a um, $2,000 off, just mention it. And, um, we'll make sure that that we make that happen. And I'll also give you the link to book a call, uh, with, Fantastic. with and, um, and by the way, it is, it is a, um, you can go to the driven dental marketing website, just type in driven dental implant marketing, and you can, you can schedule a call or I'll just get, I'm gonna give you the link to book a call here, but for the people in the podcast that are listening, this will probably be a podcast notes. Um, and I'll give you a link right here in the chat. Chris, there we go. There we go. Okie doke. All right, folks, if you'll take a look down below, that link is about to appear for you. And there it is. Well, Elijah, that's very generous. There is one more thing. I, know I should have done this beforehand. Um, Guys, this is not a paid endorsement. I really did use Driven Dental Implant Marketing. I really did go on these cruises. I'm not being given any money to tell you about them. Um, they just really, honestly, they were some of my best memories in the world going on these cruises, and they really helped me to be able to afford to go on the cruises by using drill, Driven Dental Implant Marketing. So hope you guys have an amazing experience with them as well. Elijah, thank you for joining us and giving us an hour of your time and talking a little bit about your journey as an entrepreneur. I know that um, it's one of the most rewarding things I've ever done, and I love to share others' journeys as well. Thanks for having me. It's been, been a pleasure. Anytime, my friend. Anytime. Well, guys, this is Doc Huffpower coming to you or leaving now from my studio here in Alvin, Texas. I hope you have an amazing day. And uh, go ahead and take uh, Elijah up on those offers. Thanks, folks. See you later. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Dear Doc podcast, your source for the business and legal questions associated with your dental practice. Don't forget to subscribe to the Dear Doc podcast on all major platforms. <laughs>